Ladies and gentlemen, on the podcast this morning, I've been paying attention to something that just popped up in the news about, you know, Joe Biden and um, some things people have been saying about him for a while. And I want to kind of explore this in the podcast this morning. Now, you know, we're not the biggest fans of, of Joe Biden. We're not the biggest fans of the Democrat Party at all. But I do take issue when someone is misusing an elderly person. I, I do take issue with that because I've had, you know, my grandfather dealt with this same issue, at least one of my grandfathers, not both, but just one with the same issue. And I know this when I see it, I, I've been quiet about it. I said, let me just watch it for a little while. Uh, I said, but now I, I feel that, okay, I'm more confident in what I'm about to say in this podcast in relation to, um, Joe Biden's overall health. Now, anyone that's been around elderly people who have dealt with dementia, you know, the signs, you know, the beginning stages, you know, when they're actually into dementia. Okay. And so what ended up happening, what's on the news now is Joe Biden went to North Carolina, a and T university, shout out to North Carolina, a and T and it's HBCU for those that may not know. And he was speaking about inflation and blaming Putin and the same old, same old. It, it, it's, it's a script. It's a talking point. And everything with Joe Biden for a lot of things that he say is very, very scripted. Every blue moon, he'll get all script and they freak out. And then here comes Jen Psaki uh, trying to come in and swoop in and, and say, oh, that's not what he meant. He didn't mean this. He didn't mean that. You know, they, they carefully script what he say? Now, why would you have to script what the president of the United States is saying? He's supposed to be one of the most powerful uh, men in the world. And yet you're controlling him and scripting what he says. Why would the Democrat party be doing this for this man? Why? Why would you be doing that? Well, prior to him becoming president of the United States, he was just having outbursts during the campaign trail, you remember, he was talking about his son that's deceased. He was talking about him and he was just really going off the rails a lot about things. Now, maybe they found some good medication for him and he had kind of stopped doing that because, you know, different medications can help, but medication don't work all the time. Right. And he really started to do things. So they said, okay, now what I see, well, we need to use him to get for our agenda. Cause we, we picked him, even though we knew he had this issue and we need to send him out there scripted and we're going to show some things that's been factually shown is no, we don't do conspiracy theory over here. That's something we don't do. We don't get into that at all. We get into things that we can actually show and prove here. Now I'm not saying that I wouldn't dive into it a little bit more, but I have to have some show and prove. Okay. So let me play for you this video toward the end of his speech where everybody's talking about right now in the media at from North Carolina A&T university. Now, when it gets to the part where they stop the music, cause you know, I don't know that music's copyrighted, so I don't even want to deal with it, but let's go ahead and play this. There's not a single thing America can't do when we do it together as the United States of America. God bless you all. All right, right there is what everybody's talking about. It's like, oh, he looked like he stuck his hand out to uh, somebody imaginary. Now, at first, I'm like, eh, I said, well, maybe because he's, if you look, let, let me let the video go. 
there was people right there. Now, some people may stick their hand out at somebody like, you know, hey, hey, like, what's up? Or somebody may point a finger or whatever, right? So they trip, they tripping hard about that. Now, uh, you know, if, if they didn't have nobody over there, maybe, but then let's, let's continue here. Now, the way he walks, oh, and, and understand, and he, he looks, a lot of times he looks lost. And anybody that has that condition, you know, had it, but he see people, of course, you know, like, so you got your good times and your bad times. Now he's, you know, about, about to talk to people, right? Okay, now this is when we're going to go back to the time when Barack Obama uh, was in uh, the White House. And, and now if you look here, he he's looking around like he's he's lost. And this is, this is from C-SPAN. And, and, and he looked like he don't know what he got going on. Now, of course, you know, when Obama was there, all that, he still looked like he was lost. It was like Kamala and Obama's in the element doing their thing. They ain't paying attention to him. And, and, and he, he's calling his name, but he's not even acknowledging, right? He's not even acknowledging at all. So the next thing, if you pay attention to it, these cue cards that he has, what president has been walking around with cue cards and people have been capturing these cue cards. So he has to have talking points on the cue card. Why would he have to have that? Is his short term memory that bad where you have to literally write it down for him? I mean, this is, this is actually concerning even for the country is concerning. And it lets, it's letting me know that first of all, you're taking advantage of him. You're taking advantage of of Joe Biden and his, his condition. You're taking advantage and that's wrong. Number two, the Democrats are despicable because since you're taking advantage of him, I'm not saying he has his times where he's, he's there and doing his thing. Listen, anybody that had anybody in their family that dealt with dementia, you know, they got their good days. They got their bad days. They got their days. They remember everything back to 1900 and they can tell you everything. And then there's some days that they, they don't, you understand? And it may be cloudy on, on on memory and things like that. And with time, you know, the cloudy things get, get longer and longer and longer. Right. Um, and they don't have a good days no more. Get to the point. They may not even know who you are. And that's really the sad part of that particular uh, condition. But his short term memory that bad that he can't remember what he want to say. I mean, they're capturing this stuff. They're capturing it. Okay. So, the Democrats have an agenda and that agenda is definitely not for me and you, you understand? So the more and more he talks now, I'm thinking who's the one really talking behind the scenes and they just using him to say, here, go say this. No one and no one and notice no one in the mainstream media is really talking about this. Like, Like I'm talking about everyone should be concerned about that. Not just, you know, uh, one group of people. Now, of course the right wingers want to use it to beat up on him. This is not even to beat up on him because I, I don't have to do that. The Democrats beat up on themselves the way they come across the way they, they act the way the policies that they make. I don't have to do that. I can just report on what they're doing and what they're not doing on top of that with, with Joe Biden, not only the, the, the cue cards here with his talking points, then you have, certain media people that is on there. He has to look at which one. And if you look at the writing, 
they're telling him who to select. Instead of taking a question from everybody, it don't matter what network they come from, whether you agree with them or not. Take the question. Just take it. You don't have to answer a question you don't want to. And if you want to go in on, on people like Trump used to go to, that's fine to go in on. I actually like when to watch them go back and forth. The media is, is interesting. It is definitely interesting TV for me. And a few times that Biden did kind of go back and forth with a few of them. Okay. I said, Oh, he acting like Trump. I thought he wasn't supposed to act like that. Right. Thought he was, he said the adults are in the room, etc. Right. So he has to have that as well because they have to tell him which one to accept questions for. Why? Why is that? Why? He don't remember the names of the people. Now, of course, if you first get there, let's say, okay, let's say I was the president. I may not know everybody's name at first, but he's been there for a little while, you know? So with time, you learn people's name and it's you with the press corps. They always had the same people. So you'll, you'll know who they are with time, right? So this is the question that I have and they knew Biden's condition. They, they knew his condition. So since, since they knew his condition, if you go back to 2020, they had a lot of people that was running in the Democrat field. Outside of Joe Biden, a lot of people, you mean to tell me out of all those people, they couldn't pick one that, that was, didn't have the condition Joe Biden had. I mean, just think about it. All these people. And I would say preferably pick a younger person. Definitely. So you mean to tell me out of all of them, you couldn't pick that. None of them. None. What would you end up getting at the end was, was Joe Biden and Kamala. Now, you may not like Kamala. A lot of people don't, but Kamala don't have that issue. I will say that. I will say that. And some people say, well, she may end up being the president, you know, or whatever. I don't know what's going to happen in the situation. Now she runs on, on a ticket against a Trump or a Ron DeSantis. She's not going to win. I, I could tell you that right now, but this man do not need to be running for a reelection because he's barely getting by in my opinion. Um, he can't do a year term. He's 79 years old. He's going to be 80. You know, by the time he get out of there, what are you going to be by 82? Are you expecting this man to, to, to keep going in his condition? Now, if he didn't have this issue, you know, cause Trump is old, you know, if, if you didn't have, he didn't have the condition he had, then that'd be another situation. But the Democrats are, are taking advantage of this man. So they like, forget it. We're going to go for broke. We're going to do every crazy thing we can do because we can take advantage of Joe Biden. We definitely have an anti-black agenda for sure. So this, this is why we're seeing all this wedging of, of the immigrants and all this the, the, with the LGBT things they pushing and everything. You know what I'm saying? So, but our question is, who are the handlers? What are their names? Because, see, you know, in, in this, if you look at the situation that's going on right now, with Twitter, I don't even be paying attention to that. So Elon Musk had put in a bid to buy Twitter and in his bid to buy Twitter, I think he wanted to buy it for 41 billion or 43 billion. And he ended up having the largest stake in Twitter. Right. And oh boy, the, the, the left wing went crazy. Oh my God. He wants to buy Twitter. What? Like, why do y'all care about Twitter so much? Why? I mean, actually him just trying to buy Twitter opened my eyes to a whole lot of things with, with, the, with the Democrats. Oh, it did because it's like, Oh, it, it can't be free speech. 
Like because he keeps he keeps saying that he wants Twitter to be free speech, not banning people for what they say. They went to saying, "Oh, he's he just trying to bring Trump back on there." Actually, Elon Musk and Trump really don't get along like that. But they have an issue with that. So the Democrats, or as we said before, the authoritarian Democrats, they don't want you to have any kind of freedom of speech. They believe in in, in freaking North Korea. China censorship and they would actually be like North Korea and China. They could really get away with it, but they try to do it in other ways like shadow banning. You know, that's, that's a form of censorship. Now outright, just taking your page down. That's a form of censorship. If you're not, listen, this is the thing. They will take down your page a lot faster speaking things politically, but you got crazy fools like Frank James that they'll be on the internet all, all these years making crazy threats against people and he, his page gets to stay up. He openly making threats and his page gets to stay up, but you speak against certain political figures or certain policies and your page gets taken down. How is that? And you think about the censorship that even going on Twitter because Twitter and all Silicon Valley, they, they all lean politically to, to uh, the, the left Democrat party. That's a thing. They don't want to be challenged by anybody. They want to just do what they want to do, and that's it, right? So when when Elon Musk went to try to buy this thing, all of a sudden these people coming out that you didn't even know that was part of it. Like this one uh, prince out of Saudi Arabia got a stake in it, didn't even know that. You have the Vanguard group come out. Um, Morgan Stanley has a stake in it. Uh, BlackRock, which I know BlackRock is an investment group. All these different people got got all this this money into Twitter, that people don't even know about. So the, the bankers and, and the, uh, um, you know, hedge funds and all these people got all this money in the Twitter. So it lets you know who's really controlling Twitter like that based on all the money It's it's these elite people and they don't want to, they trying to come out against it and trying to say, Oh, let's up our stake. They, they, I mean, they fight Elon Musk not to buy a Twitter. I think that's so interesting. A social media website and y'all fighting that much over it. Like it's something in the constitution. Really? It's just a business, but they look at it as a, as a left-wing propaganda mill that they want to control. They even say it's a hostile takeover, right? I bring that up because the, the, the Democrats are on something that's very, very sinister, man. It's sinister and black people need to pay attention to that. And then you go out there as a community. I'm talking about those of you who do it. I'm not talking about the wonderful people that follow our platform because a lot of you, even though you may, you used to vote for the Democrats, but a lot of you have woke up. You don't want to keep voting in a group of people that is that sinister. that don't want you to have any kind of freedom of speech. Cause let me tell you something. When, when the, let's look at the narrative they pushing about the Frank James thing. Look at the narrative. They said that he quote unquote, he was a racist, right? But, but, but then they'll slip in. Well, he actually has some issues with African-Americans also. They, they add that in at the end. That way we can't fully come at them. Cause what they were trying to frame it is, oh, well, if you speak against white supremacy, then all oh, you, you want to label you as this dude, but see, they, they, they knew better not to go that route because we, we already had the videos now, what he was saying. And if you watch his George Floyd video, he sound no different than freaking Candace Owens about some of the things, but Candace Owens ain't crazy like him. But I'm just saying, imagine Candace Owens if she was crazy. You understand? So they couldn't do that. But see, this is this is the Democrats and what they're trying to do. They're taking advantage of Biden. They want to run open propaganda mills and they want to push mass censorship 
upon uh, among everybody. Why in the hell do we want to vote for that party? I'm not voting for them people. I can't vote for them people. The only way I can vote for them people is something local. I know the person. I know they're going to do what's right. And they have a proven track record to do what's right for the black community. That's the only way. But that national party, that national party is anti-black for real. And to me, they, they, they misuse the elderly from what I see. They had all these people that you, you know, see up on the screen. They had all these people. They could have chose to, to, to run for president and they, and they not, didn't get that. Now, I, of course we know Kamala got out of the box, but that was Kamala's personality and Kamala's record that got her out of the box. Right. But nobody else could have ran. Nobody else. Nobody. I, I, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, it is it, a few people on there. I could have say would definitely done a better you know, job in my opinion, and what Biden is doing right now, you wouldn't have to have handlers. You wouldn't have to have cue cards and tell you who's in the media to talk to and not talk to and have your press secretary basically, you know, uh, overriding what you're saying. Oh no, that's not, that's not what he meant. I'm like, what a dude just said it. Oh no, 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 no. That's not what he meant. He meant this, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying acting like she, your mama, but this is, this is the Democrat party. The Democrat party is in shambles. Ladies and gentlemen, they are in shambles. And we don't want to be a part of that. We don't want to uh, continue this mess. And then when you sit up there and go vote for these people, you empower them to continue to do what they're doing. And we don't want, we don't want to be part of any of that. We want, if you're going to give us something, it's going to be something to get our vote completely. This is why we all watching this California reparations commission. And, um, you know, just to, you know, let y'all know that I was supposed to be interviewing, um, Sister Camila, um, I think it's supposed to be Monday or so, uh, from the California Reparations Commission, the, the chairperson, chairwoman. And so I'm going to definitely hit her with, with, with definitely the hard questions for sure about reparations. Um, she, she's the one that pushed lineage based reparations, um, because she said that it will be hard to challenge it legally. Well, you do know that Camila, um, is at Columbia university, which is an Ivy league school. So Camila is, is a very, very smart woman. Um, she thought ahead with that. And that, that was very, very smart of that sister. Because when I saw her email, I said, Oh, it's at Columbia.edu. I said, okay. All right. Sisters at Columbia university. So she, she's very smart. Um, so, you know, but we got to keep pressing on, even though the Democrats are, 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 you know, array, they, trying to push, you know, censorship, authoritarianism. They're taking advantage of Biden, literally. They're taking advantage of him, but they're making sure, even if they're taking advantage of Biden, they'd be an anti-black, but but we definitely waking up now. They can spend $30 million all they want to try to get the black vote. You can spend all the money you want. You might, sure, you could have took that same $30 million, you're talking about spending on advertising, the same $30 million, and went done something for black people. Understand? You could have went and done something for black people, but you're not. You're not. There was also something else the Democrats are doing. They was attacking Tony Dungy. And I, I think I want to do a whole stream on that. Why they attacked Tony Dungy on the Black Congregation channel, because I want to break down why Tony Dungy, uh former NFL uh coach, two time Super Bowl champion, uh Tony Dungy, why he was with DeSantis when he signed the bill promoting fatherhood. There was a bill that was signed 
uh, for to give seventy million dollars to organizations that promote fatherhood. But I'll break down why Tony Dungy was there and how the Democrats attacked him. These same Democrats. So you're against fatherhood. You're against how many times in the black community have we said we need fathers in the home? We need men in the home. We need that. But no, the Democrats don't don't like that. That's that's not in their agenda. Their agenda is single motherhood. Their agenda is LGBT. Anything against the nuclear family of one man, one woman, and some children that's married. That's what they're totally against. And I can't be a part of that politically. I cannot be a part of that. Anything that's going to be against my own family. Because my own family is one man, one woman, and children. The nuclear family. The black community know better than anyone, the effects of not having fathers in the household. So I'm always going to support any organization that's pushing fatherhood and supporting fathers and making sure fathers are there for their children. Why not? That's what we need. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on the podcast uh, this morning. We greatly appreciate you joining us. If it's your first time, make sure you subscribe. But subscribing, you can know exactly when we post another podcast. Make sure you click that like button. It's very, very important for you to click the like button to participate with us here. It helps spread the video in the algorithm. Um, You know, they change certain things, so we need people to participate for sure. And leaving, you know, your comment and letting us know what you think um, also helps with that. We like to see people participate in the comments section. So once again, we appreciate you joining us and see you next time.